0: As a young teen, Mary became a follower of Jesus after reading Focus on the Family's Brio magazine.
1: And I remember thinking to myself, I don't have that. I'd really like to know what that's about. And so it was, it was an inward decision right there that I made in my room after reading you know, this article in the Brio magazine that I want to have that kind of walk with God that this girl is talking about.
0: For 30 years, we've helped Mary grow in her faith, we've strengthened her marriage, and now we're equipping her to be a good mom to her own kids.
1: Like really Focused in the Family has been, and all the, the different resources and individuals, the voices of focus in the Family, has really been a mentor to me, to my family. Um, and just, it's cool to see the legacy.
0: I'm Jim Daly. Working together, we can save more families like Mary's every month. Please call 800-A-FAMILY or donate at com slash family.
2: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at com slash marriagepodcast.
3: I heard from a friend the other day who said uh, her son had gone through some really hard times when he was younger, but she had the joy of being at his wedding just recently, and she said it was one of the most special moments of her life, but I'm sure it's going to bring some changes to her life as well. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley, and Greg, you've got a daughter who got married, and I wonder how that, if at all, has affected your relationship with Erin, your wife. Um,
4: since Taylor walked the aisle and joined Caleb, it does impact the relationship. And I think that's the key is to understand this is now a new season, a new chapter of your relationship and you have to treat it that way. So it has to begin with grieving the loss of what was grieving the loss of Taylor as our single daughter and what that meant, the relationship, and now embracing that she's now Mrs. Caleb Jenkins and so you're, you're grieving so that you can then really create a new
3: relationship. Okay. Now, before we get to the clip we have for our listeners today, let me just push you one second on that. Um, I can picture my friend Brian and his wife, two precious little girls, you know, elementary school age. They're going to grieve over the, the loss of the relationship. It, it feels like it's supposed
4: to be more natural than that. It's just, it's change. It's new. It's something different. Mm. And we do a terrible job grieving the loss associated with, with the change, which is why you have to grieve and then create a new normal.
3: Got it. Well, uh, we're going to hear now a conversation that Jim Daly had with Aaron Smalley, your wife, and author Laura Shupp. Uh, they had some great advice about how to be a blessing to your son or daughter after they get married.
0: Let me express uh, this question to you, because I think this is a big one. Talk about boundaries for a mom and her adult married daughter. You both have had the experience. You have daughters that have married. Mm -hmm. How can a mom influence her daughter's marriage in positive and healthy ways? And what are some of the negative things, the taboos that they should Mm -hmm. avoid? This is the question of the program. <laughs> okay. Either of you want to jump in?
1: I can take that yeah. one, I okay. guess. Um, I think it's really important, I guess, from when, I'm assuming you mean when they're going to get married, they're engaged, and they're going. The first one I would tackle is um, let the, the registry experience be about them about um, the newlywed couple. and maybe, How does a
0: mom blow it? I'm not even sure well, I understand how getting, they... Well, maybe
1: going and doing the registry with her, I would recommend that the daughter and her fiancé go and do that alone. And, you know, I've seen... Because it's one of the
0: first steps of being It is. Of being it's the first step to setting separated. up a home
1: together. And it's something that they need to tackle together because they're learning about each other and the home they're going to create. They're oh. learning likes and dislikes. And there's possibly even a sweet story that could pop up between the two of them that he might figure out with my own daughter, it was, I really want a toaster oven. And she never grew up with a toaster oven. So he's figuring it, she's figuring out, okay, why is a toaster oven important? And then, you know, a story will pop up and they're, they're growing together as a couple, they're learning each other. And so she needs to kind of stay, a mom needs to stay back. Now the daughter can share that with her later after they've selected.
0: Sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking of how mindful a mom has to be in terms of, is this intruding or is this appropriate? How many times do you ask that kind of question to yourselves? And when should you?
2: Well, and that has been a big question for Greg and I both. And here we are, we know a lot about marriage. (laughs) And, you know, we look at each other and we're like, do we say something, how they're communicating, how their conflict is going? Where did they learn that from? And, you know, we have really tried to stay back. And if they come to us and ask for advice, we are more than willing to offer it. Um, We pray for them. We pray that there's others that will step into their life. Um, Taylor is different than me and she has different likes and dislikes mm-hmm. and the way she keeps her home is different than me so when i go to her house i have to be very intentional about not trying to change it to my likes right it's how she likes now it. how
0: does that come in the form of just biting your tongue that you just say okay don't say anything
2: well a lot of times it's just allowing her to be her right. and you know recognizing she is her own person this is her home and it doesn't have to be like mine.
0: Okay, now, just for us to learn, have you messed up in the last year and a half or a year and two months? Has there been a time when you let it fly and you went, oops, I shouldn't have done I'm that? I'm sure
2: I have. <laughs> and I can, the only thing I can picture is Taylor's face looking at me. Uh, and she wants my approval so much. Mm-hmm. And I just, there's times I'll make comments and just think, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I didn't mean it like that. And I can just see her face just full of disappointment. And that is not the relationship I want to have with my daughter.
0: I can only imagine one of the big concerns today for newlywed or almost uh, married couples is the whole digital arena, social media, Pinterest specifically. I mean, everything's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And if, if that's not you, if you, know, you struggle getting that organized or whatever that obstacle might be, how does a young lady particularly overcome that perfect moment with okay it's good enough what suggestions do you
2: have for her
1: I think you concentrate and focus on the fact that it's not about the perfection and what's on the table, but who's around the table. And Mm -hmm. think about the people that you are nurturing, the hospitality, Mm. and it's it's just bringing it back to the people. And the people that you're serving and inviting over love you, and they're not expecting perfection. And just give the best you have to give where you are in your life, where you are in your home, where you are in your budget, what you have to serve. That's all anybody can ask
0: so what you're saying is really be people focused
1: right which exactly. is better than which is, uh,
0: material focused yeah it's right. much
2: more about the relationships for me I am mm-hmm. not a super detailed person right. so the idea of having I've always wanted to have a calendar a menu for mm-hmm. the month and mm-hmm. I am yet 25 years later I've never done that I've wanted to <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and the desire. but for me it's the relationships and I'm very spontaneous and so I have I, I go to the grocery store I have stuff on hand mm-hmm. I kind of have ideas of what I'm going to do but it's much more spontaneous, and it looks probably a whole lot different than your kitchen mm-hmm. or how you plan your meals. I but admire the, that so much. But that's the
1: point. Yeah. It can be done many different ways. That's just an offering if that's you, but it's a conversation.
3: Well, one of my adult children got married about a year ago, and um, it really hasn't I don't think that affected our relationship with him, but we have been able to really embrace his wife. And I've learned a new phrase, Greg. I just, I'm starting to get in the habit of calling her my daughter in love, not my daughter in law. Oh, nice. Uh, somebody said that's a better way to frame it. In-laws just sounds, there's there are negative stereotypes there. Are, there there's right? baggage. Um, How has having a son in love, that sounds weird though. (laughs) How has having a son-in-law affected you and and what, what has that done for you?
4: My son in like, We'll (laughs) we'll go with that. You know, it's interesting that what I've noticed is that as Caleb has come into our family, we've added a new man, a new male into our family who. You know, as a young twenty-year-old, he's trying to figure out who he is, and it's just—it's caused me to really step back and just observe that and be aware of that, knowing that I can't just take him in and then do everything like I normally would or yeah. behave like I normally would. But I, there's got to be some room for for who he is as a young man. It's also been difficult, John, because I really, really like Caleb. He's just a, a great guy, very extroverted, very relational. kind of like somebody
3: else in this room
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like John. he's just he's fun to be around. Yeah. And so my my natural tendency is, hey, come on over, let's do this come and I've had to really be careful to allow Taylor and Caleb time and space. Hmm without being around extended family to, as the Bible talks about it, leave and cleave. Do, do you find that if you do too much
3: with Caleb, your son-in-law, that Aaron needs to intervene sometimes and say, hey,
4: could you spend that kind of time with me? We, we've we actually had the discussion. So, I mean, maybe part of the advice is as a couple talk about um, how you'll communicate yeah. maybe some concerns because... Taylor and Aaron, his mom and daughter, they love to spend time together. Caleb, I love to spend time with him. So it's just we've given each other freedom to go, hey, you know, I know you want Caleb to come down to watch the football game, but mm-hmm. probably better to let him stay up in Denver. So we live in Colorado Springs. Yeah. He's up in Denver stay there with his wife. I I make it a real point now to make sure that when talking about Taylor – that I call her Mrs. Jenkins. Yeah, that's that that's fun to do, isn't it? Caleb's wife. Yes. I mean, just all trying to seed their marriage. The priority for them is on their marriage, but that that's hard, and it does create conflict. And Aaron and I have had to figure out how to navigate some of those issues. We just like them so much and want to be around them, <laughs> yes. so we we have to be careful. And I and I say that the onus is on us. Because we're older experienced when I mean, we get this. So we have to set some of those boundaries. Like we don't invite them to certain maybe, you know, activities that the whole family is doing or vacations. We've told them we're we're not going to do that. You guys need to figure out who you are. Mm, so be, be intentional to talk these things yeah. through. Yeah. And if you want to kind of plant a seed, if you will, in strengthening
3: the relationship of your kids as they get married, Uh, We've got Laura Shupp's great book, Our Newlywed Kitchen, which is uh, our thank you gift to you for your generous support in any amount uh, to focus on the family. Uh, We'll link over to the book and a way to donate in the show notes. We also have a free marriage assessment, which is a wonderful tool, whether you're mom and dad or you're the newlyweds. Uh, That marriage assessment is really a great way to kind of gauge the health of your relationship. And it's available for free on our website. Again, look for details in the show notes. Well, next time we'll hear more from Laura and Aaron about marriage and food and how those go hand in hand. And you won't want to miss that. For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Greg Smalley and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.